for me, the joy that I was looking for lied in the process and of becoming the person who achieves these kinds of goals and who's interested in these things than actually the goals. So that even if I missed them, I was becoming who I really authentically was deep down. Welcome to the Soul Joy Mindset Podcast, the podcast that invites, empowers, and equips women with the tools to release the hustle and grind and embrace a life of ease and joy. I am your host, Teresa Timms, a lover of life, strategic thinker, theologian, storyteller, sexy, sassy, freedom seeker, and coach. In each episode of this podcast, we will explore a topic that will help you change your mindset and ultimately change every aspect of your life. So sit back and hear yourself, see yourself, and truly believe that it is possible to live a life that brings your soul joy. All right, let's get started. Welcome to my living room, and I invite you to take a rest in the joy seat. And I am so excited today to have Ashley Slade here with me on the Soul Joy Mindset Podcast. And Ashley, welcome. Hey, it's so nice to see you. It's so great to see you as well. Oh, you too. Um, Ashley's on the West Coast, and so it's still light there. It's still light here, and I'm still feeling all of the morning energy. And so, Ashley, I will not do a formal introduction of you. I will ask you the question that I asked you over and over and over again, and that question is, who are you? So, how I define myself now is that I'm an artist and not only in terms of visual art, but I'm living a life of constant creation. I am always making, I make art, I make plans, I make time for the people I love and I'm making a life full of joy. Hey, oh my gosh. I wish, I wish the people could see you. Um, the way you are saying your, I am mantra with your body. I love it. I love it. I love it. Ashley, you are an artist. You are a brilliant, beautiful, intellectual, um, grounded, creative, spiritually deep artist that, um, I so admire. And it has been, a joy to journey with you. And I want to back up to our journey together. And I want you to talk about what brought you to Soul Joy Coaching and what did you desire when you decided to enter um, the world of coaching? Well, first of all, I have always been suspicious of coaching. (laughs) And so I started following Teresa and I realized that she wasn't like the other people online that I was seeing that were coaching. She (laughs) actually was telling you what she had been living Mm. and you could tell that it was real and authentic. And at the time I had this really false perception of myself. I wasn't able to really see myself and I wanted to know why so many people were accomplishing so much more than me. And Mm. I was hyper-focused on achieving certain benchmarks in my life. And so I stalked Teresa for over a year. I had people check 
on her like background. I mean, I was really serious because I was like, if I'm going to make this investment, it's got to be with somebody who is legit. Mm -hmm. And so she absolutely was. And I was like, okay, I need the answer to achieving these goals. And I think Teresa might have it. Uh, (laughs) I want to, I want to like something that you said, I'm over here taking notes. Um, Something that you said that I don't think you know that I, I really don't share all that much is that public vulnerability is very difficult for me because I have this place of boundaries of what is public and what is private. And so I too had to hire a coach to help me think about public vulnerability. And I have a job where I'm always talking and it's a very public job, but there are things that I don't share in talks or in sermons that are personal. And so going into this world of getting on social media and talking about my life in a public way was very vulnerable for me. And the very thing that you said that you were doing about comparing yourself to other people, I was comparing myself to other coaches saying like, oh my goodness, maybe I need to sound more business-like, or maybe I should sound, um, I should use more professional jargon. And my coach had to tell me like, you need to make your, your private and not even so much private, but your, your convictions and what you believe public, because that is important for people to know. So you're reflecting something back to me that was a growing edge for me when I first started. Cause I was like, I ain't talking about this stuff on social media. Yeah. I have to say that if you hadn't been talking about it, I would have, you would have sounded like everyone else. I would have kept Mm -hmm. swallowing. I recognized your voice as a black woman, also from a Southern place. I'm like, okay, I kind of understand. Like this woman looks like the women who've been around me, women that Mm -hmm. I trust. Um, and then your life stories. It's like, okay, she knows, she knows what she's talking about. So let me get on here and <laughs> see what I can learn. I want to ask you about the suspicion of coaching because um, that's very honest. And you came to me and was like, listen here, um, I'm not trying to be <laughs> fooled nor tricked out of my money. I don't know whatever you're selling here. And it took you a year. And what I love about that, Ashley, what I honor about that is it is all about people doing their work and doing their research and coming in when they're ready. And so can you talk about your own process of not only doing the research on me, but you getting to a place where you were ready to also enter into a vulnerable relationship with not just me, but with a cohort of other women? Yeah. So I was watching your videos. And one of the things that I'm suspicious about with coaching is that these, there's a lot of people who coach that haven't played the game. Mm, mm. And like you, you wouldn't play you wouldn't want to be coached in basketball by somebody who's never played come on uh, come on sermon <laughs> and so I wasn't necessarily seeing people who looked like me or had experiences like me telling me that they would be able to help me reach my full potential and it's mm. like you don't know the kind of journey that I've been on um when you say things like ask me how I know you actually have something to say afterward, (laughs) you know, it's not just a phrase. It really is. Like if you ask Teresa how she knows, she will tell you and you go, Oh yeah, Mm -hmm. (laughs) she does know she's been through it. And so it took me a long time because that's a little bit of my personality too. I do 
a little too much research and things like that, but I wanted to be sure. Mm. And I talked with family and friends and they were like, you keep saying that you're feeling stuck. And so why not? Why Mm. not take this risk? The worst that can happen is that you're still stuck. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Not like things are going south and I had enough, you know? So I was like, let me just make this investment. It's going to be okay. Mm. Yeah, that whole thing of betting on yourself, making this investment of I'm doing something. And if I'm still stuck after this, then at least I did something to help me get some more information. So are you still stuck? Tell me, like, what what happened? What was the journey like in this coaching? So, like (laughs) I said, I went to Teresa to look for ways to accomplish these goals and be like everybody else. Mm. And immediately she was like, "Uh -uh." (laughs) uh-uh. That's not what we're here for what we're here for. And I learned slowly through the program that and through the framework, which is amazing, mm-hmm. um, that for me, the joy that I was looking for lied in the process mm. and of becoming the person who achieves these kinds of goals and who's interested in these things than actually the goals. So that even if I missed them, I was becoming who I really authentically was deep down. I I literally just got chills. You're not about to make me cry, Ashley. And I think you are about (laughs) to make me cry. (laughs) No, that is truly where, where I got the most out of the program. Oh, the power of what you just said of it was not so much the goal, but the process of the journey of you discovering who you are, the joy on the way to it. And the fixation that we have on this, it has to look this way. This has to be the goal, but how the framework was like, there's this process of me discovering who I am. And, uh, yeah, (laughs) so powerful, so powerful. And did you expect that? Like, what were you, what were you expecting and what did you get? So I expected that you would ask me what my goals are. I would tell you, and you would walk me through the steps, step one, step two, step three, and hold my hand while I walk those steps. Okay. Mm-hmm. That if mm-hmm. I'm being honest, mm-hmm. but I wish you guys have to join this program because then you'll see the framework. Um, <laughs> anybody can tell you to reach a goal by breaking it down into small steps. We all know that. But with the framework, it's a multifaceted way of looking at the thing that you want. And you have to look at all parts of your life. Mm -hmm. And when I started looking at the different areas of my life, the particular goal, like for me, it was like making more art and doing this and that, like that became less important than becoming the person who does that. Mm -hmm. And so Listen. habits started changing and it's not joyful to work towards a goal with your head down, only looking forward <sighs> to the end. Yes, 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 yes. And, yeah. And, and you know, Ashley, oh my, like, honey, we could talk forever. Yes. What you, like you were dropping so many gems, like, ding. <laughs> 
I mean, what you just said of so many of us, black and brown women, we have had our head to the grind of reaching the goal. And we've missed out on so many other parts of life because it's like, I got to check the box, check the box, do the thing, get the award, do the achievement. And we've missed out on on living, on thriving, on flourishing and getting the joy back into you can do the things, reach the goals or not. And not, but, but, and have joy in it. Oh, I want to back up to something else you said that was so important to me was that, um, <laughs> I did not want to be like, hello, here's step one, two, three, addendum A, B, and C through Z of how to do the thing because it's important to me of, I do not want to have codependent relationships. I don't want you to be dependent on me that you are the subject matter expert of your life. And the women who come into coaching are brilliant and they are, you are whole. You don't need me to fix you. I'm just helping you see yourself. And that is, that is what I believe is so powerful to see you, see you like me right. watching you see yourself and be like, you know what? Ashley Slade is dope. I loved it. <laughs> Every time I saw you see your dopeness, I'd be like, yes, girl, come on, come on. <laughs> I am here just to be your hype woman. Honestly, I am here to hold up another mirror of another angle to say, oh, you got this. You got this. Yeah. Because one of my patterns that I needed to undo was this mm. lifelong struggle with having to ask other people permission to mm. do whatever it is I wanted to do. And then after doing it, waiting for the validation for doing it. <laughs> it's just a cycle, the cycle. And coming into soul joy, it was like, you know, you don't need Teresa's permission. You don't need mm. anyone's permission. What do you want? How do you want to live? Do it. Especially as a grown woman, like we get stuck in this childhood, you know, trauma of having to do what everyone says and being pigeonholed. And when you're an adult, and you have your own life, it's time to do the things that you want to do. Oh, I just want people to just push pause, catch your breath, drink some water, do a lap around the house, like shake it out and come back. <laughs> because for me, I saw myself like my own life of repeating generational cycles of doing exactly what you just said, people pleasing, and then coming back around looking for validation. And if I didn't get the validation, it was like, well, I let me find something else to make other people happy and then come back. I mean, it's a cycle that I got from my mother that I got from my mother got from her mother. I mean, just this generational cycle of my worth is all about pleasing other people. And as much as I can shuck and jive and laugh and grin and skin and grin for everyone else, then I will find my happiness in making other people's happy, other people happy. Mm -hmm. And we know, we know that narrative. We know that stereotype of I cook food for everybody because I want to see everybody else eat and everybody else be happy. What if I hate cooking? Right. <laughs> like, like, what if I hate cooking? I just, just the place of, I can do something for me that has that is not about capitalism, that is not about other people, that is all about my joy, and that is not selfish. Right. That's the other thing. Just realizing that you you can go for the things that you want without, and you're not hurting anybody. Yeah. If anything, that you're making the world better. 
Yes. Because yes. you're showing up as your authentic self. You're showing up with joy. People want to be around that. That confidence comes up. You know, it's a work in progress all the time. I'm not saying that I took Teresa's coaching and now I'm just, you know, running laps in the sun, just perfect. But I know <laughs> what I need to work on every day and what I need to practice every day. And that is not really focusing so much on everybody else's expectations, but focusing on what my expectations are for my day, my month, my year, my life. Yes, yes, yes. And the one thing that um, that your cohort did, Ashley, to me was really pushed me to think about the framework. Um, I love the framework. I 100% stand behind the framework. And for you and for you all to really say like, okay, how do I take this framework into my life beyond this 12 weeks? And now my coaching program is six months because it's like, we need more time together. We need more time to really flush this out. But this thing of like, it is not a one and done check and you move on. It really is this curiosity. It is this place of every season will ask something different of us and how to show up in the, in the next season, not thinking I have to start all over. Um, not, not to show up in the next thing thinking like I've ruined it, but really saying, okay, this framework, it's, it's good. Like, Re, like look at it again, like wash, repeat, wash, repeat. And the gift that you all gave me was we need more time and like how to really gift people the opportunity to sit with the framework in a cohort for half a year. And that is like going through two literal seasons um, right. of people being in community with one another. And so that's something that you all gifted to me that I didn't even know was needed until you all said, we need more time. Needing <laughs> <laughs> more time. Can you say something about that? Like the the cycle that you now see. So your your twelve weeks is over. Um, right. How have you now thought about the framework? Thought about yourself post being in a formal cohort? Well, now anytime I start to think about a change, like I need to shift something. I want to try X. I print out my framework and just start working through it. And mm -hmm. I can just keep doing that over and over again. And it just adds more and more clarity. And mm -hmm. technically my cohort isn't over because we started a group text, you know, <laughs> make a relationship. And so we text each other and we're like, Hey, I'm doing this now. What do you think? Like um, we can bounce off ideas and support one another. So um, that's something that, I didn't know I needed was mm. um, community. I, mm. I have community, but I am an introvert and community can be difficult for me. And mm -hmm. so I do everything I can to wriggle out of community. Uh -huh. Not only did I leave this cohort with like a group of people that I text and talk these things through, but I went and joined Girl Trek to work on my health goals. I um, joined an artist way group to work on my art ideas with people. I just started finding more communities. And instead of shying away, I was like, try this. And it has really made life so joyful. Uh, 
I'm literally, I'm over here, like about to like lose it because <laughs> actually like, I'm, you see, I'm, I'm smiling so hard. My words are like, like tight. They can barely come out of my mouth, like just full, full smile. I mean, also you connected with someone else who worked with me before there was even cohorts. Like you've connected with Carmel, who Hi. is an artist and you're an artist in this space of the part that I also felt so lonely about in my own personal journey was when we reach a new season or when there's any tension, I always felt that I was going through it alone because of the shame of you should already have this figured out. You should. And I just felt this should, should. And isolation um, kept me in this spiral of shame that wouldn't allow me to connect. And I too am an introvert in this space of like, I can figure it out on my own. I can figure it out on my own, not realizing that we weren't meant to figure this out on our own. We are meant for community. And I love that you just like, okay, let me find my people. Right. Yeah. And it's okay to walk away from them if that's not the right group. I just did my own podcast episode on loneliness. Mm-hmm. And uh, my partner and I were talking about the fact that you have the control. I think that's the yes. thing we think if we join a group, if we get involved in something, we're stuck in it and we can't shift. And it's just experimentation. You will find mm-hmm. your people. You just have to take the time. And it's so much more rich to have yes. folks going on the journey with you. And those shoulds are so dangerous because mm. you think I should be doing all this to have it all together myself. Mm. If I reach out and ask somebody, it reveals that I'm not doing it by myself. Mm. That's vulnerable. I don't want to do that. But what you find is when you do that, there most people are like, oh my God, yeah, me too. I want to also. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I love it. And we can talk about this forever, but the point that you just made that is powerful is that you can change your mind. You can change your mind. Like this group worked for me for this season and now it doesn't work anymore. And I need another. And I think that is growth. Like we are not trees. We're not stuck. We are right. able to like bloom and blossom and move about and go to the places where we are getting light. Um, I have a, I have a plant and I don't even know the name of the plant. It was a gift. And, um, like this plant opens and closes and it follows the light. And I was like, this plant is creepy. And it was like, no, this plant is doing exactly what we need to do. We need to follow our light. And at nighttime, this plant like closes up. And in the morning time, it's the leaves slowly opens. They call it like a praying something. Yeah. I think um, it's a praying it's a whole, plant. I've heard yeah. of Yeah. Um, and I was like, is this plant moving? It is. And it's just like, that's what we need to do too. We need to find places of rest where we, um, places where we can just be places that motivate us to shine and follow the light, follow the sun that literally feeds us. Oh, Ashley, I, you are what I call what my, what my business coach calls an Olympian. And when I think of my ideal client, you are my Olympian. Like you are the person that I think about. I, I want to have a thousand Ashley's because not only have I seen you fully like step into what this means for you. Like your energy is now contagious. Like your confidence. I have seen even in the way that you speak. Um, I watch, I listen to your podcast. I watch your lives, like this place of I'm buying your art. Like that, 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 that voice is coming through. Um, like all <laughs> of the ways that it's like, you have shown up in a world, in the world, in a, in a way that like, 
it it's just tangible and contagious. Do you feel that way as well? Yeah, because again, that that heaviness of trying to be a certain way and mm. being so focused on what it's supposed to look like has lifted. Mm. It is such a heavy weight to carry. Honey. And so on the days that I'm not carrying it, again, it's not every day that I'm perfect, but on the days mm-hmm. where it's like, I don't need to feel like this, it opens me up and I have so much more energy. I'm not, I'm doing a Facebook live. I'm not going, well, how's my hair looking? How's this? What? You? <laughs> like, no, I'm just going to do it. People know what I look like. Yes. Follow me or don't. Yes. Making the art I love. Love it yes. or don't. Like it's, <sighs> it's mine. I'm expressing myself. So. That and yeah. that is such a joyful, I keep coming back to the word joy. It's such a joyful experience. Yeah, it's freeing. It's really freeing um, in a way that your freedom has gifted me even more just joy. Like it has been a joy watching your freedom. Um, and Ashley does lives on Fridays where she does this community check-in. And even if I can't catch her live, I go back to watch the live because it's just this like this this air of like I am walking, I am living without pretense, without any expectations, but checking in with this community. And I'm I cannot wait. I cannot wait. I cannot wait to see all the ways that you will continue to show up in the world. Uh, so Ashley. How do you define joy now? And what does joy look like in your life now, post-coaching? Well, we will always be together, but post the formal container, um, how do you define joy and what does it look like in your life? So joy for me in my life is embracing the process of my making. And so I focus less on what I should be. I focus less on the art sales, having a bigger place. Oh, I should have started a family by now. All of that stuff that when I focus on that, I'm so unhappy. But when I focus Mm -hmm. on the making of those things, making the art that brings my soul joy, um, decorating the place I do have and moving things around. I'm always moving things around. My house is always (laughs) always moving things around. (laughs) Or even um, making the family. uh, That's Mm -hmm. fun. Like, (laughs) yes. Right. Okay. It's like, if I don't enjoy the process of it, what's the point? Uh, And so that is what, that's how I'm defining joy now. It's all in the making. I I literally am now over here crying. Like I I just don't have the words. (laughs) (sighs) The process of the making. Um, And it's not happenstance that your process, that your podcast is called making. Oh, Um, no, no, that's exactly why. Because we're always, we're, we're constantly in this flow of making and there doesn't have to be really an end result, but like, it's up Mm -hmm. to you. You have the power. You're, you're that creative force. And I want everybody to have that. And that's the other thing. When you finish this coaching program, you're just like, oh, you need Teresa. You're just like, (laughs) (laughs) people who thought were fine, you start to see like, how low their energy is and what they're suffering with. And you're just like, you need some joy in your life. You need to check this out. Yeah. 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 Uh, So mentioning, mentioning that seeing, seeing other people and now having this place and not seeing in judgment, but seeing with this compassion of like, Oh wow. Like, 
like there is a different, there is, it is possible to live a different life. It is possible to write a different story. Now that you see that for yourself, what is the one thing that you would tell your younger self? And what age would that younger self be? Hmm. I think I would tell my 20 year old self. So mm. not going like down to my childhood, but you've been convinced that to move forward, you need permission and then validation. Mm. But I'm here to tell you that you don't need anyone's permission, but yours. Mm. And you don't need validation either. You can ignore the gatekeepers that are out there in this world. You can just do what it is that you want to do. You are an adult now. You can let that childhood part of yourself go and do your thing. Actually, someone listening to this podcast needed to hear you say that to them. Like someone right now today needed to hear someone say to them exactly what you just said. Thank you. Thank you for that. Ashley, is there anything else that you want to share or say that I didn't ask you? I mean, I I really could talk to you forever and I cannot wait to work together where we can like just kiki and talk for yes. hours. Yes, that's my question. <laughs> when we get together in real life. Um, oh my goodness. I, I would love that so much. Um, I would just say if you're just a little bit on the fence about it, just talk to Teresa because Mm. she's open for questions. She's an accessible person. This isn't like pay me $20 just to ask me a question before (laughs) you blame the cohort. People will do that stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, Don't let them fool you. Come over here. (laughs) Put your joy. And don't focus so much on whatever goal it is that you have. Let's say your Mm. goal is to lose weight. Okay. Because you have decided a number on the scale is a certain thing Mm -hmm. that we've talked about that you've talked about this in your lives and things before. If you do something like soul joy, I believe you will discover that the joy you get becoming a healthier person and changing Mm. those habits is going to mean so much more than whatever number you're trying to get on a scale, you're going to see that the process again is where the joy that is where the peace is in life. Uh, Ashley, where can the people find you? Where can they find you? Where can they find your art? Like tell the people like this is (laughs) like, tell everybody. Like I just honestly, all of, all of Ashley's tags will be in the show notes, but I want you to go right now. Find Ashley on social media. Find her. Find her. Tell the people where they can find you. <laughs> well, um, I'm mostly on Instagram, so you can find me at Ashley Slade Art. Uh, that's A S H L E Y S L A D E Art. Um, also, AshleySlade.com is my website, and I have a podcast on all streaming platforms called Making Stacy and Ashley. My friend Stacy and I talk about all the issues that make up this big, beautiful thing we call life. Uh, go find her, listen to her. And Ashley, um, it has been a joy 
to journey with you and you will be stuck with me forever. You're forever client now. <laughs> yes. Yes. I, I love that. Uh, and it is, it is possible. It is possible to create art, to make a life, to just love and have joy in the process. And what you and I both know is that it is possible to live a life that brings your soul joy. Joy. Are you the superhero in everyone's life but your own? Are you exhausted, overwhelmed, and feel stuck in a cycle of working hard with nothing to show for it? Are you stressed, struggling with your health, lack intimacy, and a sense of personal fulfillment? This episode is brought to you by my Soul Joy Coaching six-month signature mindset program that empowers women who are ready to break toxic cycles and unhealthy habits so that they can claim their identity and voice to show up to life unapologetically. We use a curriculum and framework that is grounded in joy and centers vision, strategy, community, and an abundance of love and encouragement. I guarantee you that Soul Joy Coaching will change your life. If you're ready for joy, let's talk. Visit my website, www.teresatims.com and take my joy assessment. This assessment will give you insight and help you to identify patterns and your growing edges. Use this score as information to help you take the next faithful step in claiming joy in your life. Go ahead. Book a call today to get your score at www.teresatims.com.